Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. This is the day the Lord has made. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Everybody say this, uh, say, this is going to be my best year ever so far. Let's try that one more time. This is going to be my best year ever so far. If you believe that, give the Lord a big hand clap. God is good. We serve a good God. He's got great plans for us. Father God, we just thank you so much, Lord, for bringing us into 2023. We thank you this is going to be a new year of blessing and breakthrough. Hallelujah. Father, expand our vision, expand our territory this year. Come on, somebody. Father, help us to think bigger than we've ever thought before. To have vision, ideas, creativity, and the energy and the vitality to pursue the will of God with all our hearts. Father, help us to believe. Strengthen our faith. Give us that faith that believes we can move mountains. That nothing is impossible to those that believe. Father, thank you that this is our year of new beginnings. Say amen, somebody. Give the Lord a praise, a clap offering. Yeah. Come on. We love you so much. Pastors Larry and Tiz love you so much. They'll be back this Sunday, next Sunday. We're going to have a good time. Pastor, I know, can't wait to get back in the pulpit. And uh, we've got big plans. Didn't you love the 2022 video? Many of you made all that happen. Give yourselves a hand clap. Well done. New beginnings. God bless you. And we have big plans. God has big plans. You know, one of uh, our favorite scriptures around here is Jeremiah 29, 11. Amen. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They're plans for good and not for disaster. God has a future for you and he's bringing you hope. Amen. And so as we go into the new year, let's keep that in mind. We serve a good God that has good plans for us. We're going places. Turn and tell somebody, we're going places this year. The Tree of Life version of that scripture says, God has plans for your shalom. Shalom. Say shalom. Now you're speaking Hebrew now. Shalom on your home. 
Shalom means many things, but one of the things we've learned from Pastor Larry is shalom means nothing missing, nothing broken. Come on. Amen. If you've been experiencing some trouble, some bad luck, some misfortune, all of that's going to change this year. God says, my plan for you does not include calamity. It does not include disaster, misfortune, bad luck. God is going to reverse the curse in 2023. Do you believe that today? Will someone get excited? Come on. I hear you. Amen. So let's be optimistic. Oh, I got one yeah, a little holy murmur. Let's try that again. Let's be optimistic. Amen. Let's have confidence that our God has a future for us. Amen. Are your sins forgiven today? You better believe it. Can God still break every curse, remove every burden, remove every obstacle? Is he still God? All right. Amen. Ever heard of someone called the way maker? God will make a way. Amen. Ever hear that our God is a promise keeper? Salvation is coming. Deliverance is coming. Miracles are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. The joy of the Lord is coming. The peace of God is coming. Promises of God. I just think we should give the Lord another shout of praise and thanksgiving. Come on, come on, come on. Amen, amen. Aren't you glad that God has a perfect will for your life? How many of you are glad about that? God has a perfect will for you. Amen. And there's a perfect plan. Yeah. And one of the keys for 2023 to enter into God's perfect will and God's perfect plan is to have a strong spiritual foundation. Are you strong in the Lord this morning? Do you have a firm foundation this morning? Your success level is always connected to your commitment level. If you've got a high commitment level, I'll guarantee you, you've got a high success level. The sky will be the limit for you. And look, at the uh, beginning of a new year, this is true 24-7, 365 days a year. But especially on January 1st, a new calendar year, God is saying, I'm ready to take you to a new level in 2023. He wants you to advance. We don't do uh, advances often anymore. We have Restore Weekend, and we do some things. The teens go away. We used to call them retreats. 
But then we realize we're not going to learn how to retreat. We're going, uh, we're in church this morning to learn how to advance. Someone shout, let's advance. But all of that is rooted and grounded. It's established when you're fulfilling his plan and his priority. Amen. And the new year is a perfect time to evaluate where you're at with all of that. Where are you, Adam? Somebody once preached. I can get in my DeLorean and go way back to 1984 when Lydia and I gave our lives to the Lord feels like far and we were so hungry to learn the word of God when when you get used to losing losing becomes kind of your vision and the world the devil circumstances uh, teach you how to lose and be miserable have no vision no future no destiny no hope I came from that lifestyle. But God gave me a new beginning. Gave us a new beginning in 1984. And we went to work. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. Let's get to work. Let's chop some wood. In the kingdom of God. And we learn many scriptures early on. We're still learning so many cool things. You never stop learning. You never stop growing. That's your mindset, right? But one of the first scriptures that we learn is in Psalm 92. You can turn over there if you brought your Bible. Psalm 92, verses 12 through 14 says, The righteous, do we got any righteous here today? Are you righteous? The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. You can imagine somebody coming from a sinful... I was an all-American sinner before Christ. Did it all. Stupid, stupid stuff. But then you hear scripture, the righteous, Scott Sigmund, you are a righteous man now because you made Jesus Christ your Lord. You are going to flourish like a palm tree. That's music to my ears. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are what? Planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. We got any AARP folks in the audience today? You can get one of them cards at 50, so, you know, 50 is pretty young. When, when you're 60, I'm 68. When you're 68, 50 looks real good. But God says they shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Come on. If you got your Medicare card, 
you can still be flourishing. You can still bear fruit. God ain't finished with you yet. Still got a plan. And that plan is good. There's reason to hope today. The world says don't get your hopes up. But God says get your hopes up. Get your vision going. Because I'm doing something new, something fresh that's going to cause you to flourish. Can somebody see that today? Can you see that for your life? That's why in Hebrew, we've learned from Pastor Larry, there, in ancient Hebrew, there's no word for retire. How do you retire from serving God? I'm on vacation, God. I'm not going to serve you for the next two weeks. How do you how do you say, well, my divine mission is over? Maybe that's why people die young. They lose their vision. They lose their purpose. They lose their, their mission. And the devil comes in. Today is January 1st, 2023. A good time to stir it up. Stir this thing up in you. That spirit of God in you. That vision of God. That dream. That goal. Stir it up. Somebody shout, stir it up. Stir it up. All right. Love it. The Amplified Bible says it this way. About those that are planted. Established in the church. See, What we got right now is too many bunny rabbit Christians. Too many bunny rabbit Christians that hop around to different churches. And they're not planted. Imagine trying to transplant your rose bushes every other week. Not going to flourish. God has called you to new beginnings because he's got a plan and purpose for you to discover right here down on the ground while you're still around. Now, I know I'm preaching to the choir. So someone sing amen. The Amplified says that those that are planted will grow in grace. Grace. Grow in that. You mean I can grow in grace? Yeah. There's more for you. Grace stands for God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace. And boy, there is a treasure trove of spiritual riches, financial riches for those that do it God's way. And on uh, uh, January 1st, 2020, what better time than to get all of that sorted? I say, Lord, I am ready to sort this thing out, get on a fast track for victory, a fast track to overcome, a fast track to, to pursue your will and purpose. They will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. Come on. That speaks to me. They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Can you taste that? Taste and see that who the Lord, he is good. How many of you want to grow in grace this year? 
I see you. How many of you would say yes and amen to experience more thriving than just surviving? Boy, the world wants you to get in survival mode. You become a spiritual prepper. (laughs) Nothing wrong with being prepared. But there is something wrong for Christians to kind of circle the wagons and get in their own little world and just kind of, oh, wait, hurry, Jesus. No, occupy until he comes. When I return, will I find faith on the earth? Anybody got faith? Anybody got the willpower to occupy, to accomplish, to achieve and pursue some things in 2023? Sounds like us. Sounds like new beginnings. Amen. That's why we can say, and I love pastor, he always says, your best is yet to come. Yeah. Say that right now. My best is yet to come. And, and it's never more true than when you make a commitment to your local church. Can't have five local churches that you're committed to. Who is your pastor? Can you say when pastor, this is my pastor. I've been saying that about Pastor Larry since 1991. He's my pastor. He's not just a He's my pastor. And you need to get to that point too. Because that reveals your level of commitment. Well, I go to a church called, my church is New Beginnings. Amen. Amen. And when you watch like the highlight video, man, that makes me proud. That doesn't show everything. But God bless New Beginnings for vision. I see Pastor Wanderson back there, my brother. God bless you for picking up your cross and showing others what to do. We could say that to everyone. I want to definitely say that about my wife. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. Honey, you've been magnificent this year. I just love you. Your prayer team, you just prime time. Are you retired? No, I'm in my prime. And we had a great time at that prime time event. Where's Candy? Is Candy here today? Candy just killed it on the praise and worship that night. Just love that. But so many of you have made a difference by supporting our church, my church, your church. Look, if, if New Beginnings is your church home, if this is my church, would you raise your hand right now? How many of you say, this is my church. New Beginnings is my church. If you feel that God is calling you to make New Beginnings my church, raise your hand right now. I see that hand, 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 that hand. Come on. What a family filled with faith and power. 
Even watching at home, you're, out, you're part of the stream family. Send us a comment on Facebook or send an email and let us know New Beginnings is my church. Pastors Larry and Tiz are my pastors. With that kind of commitment, oh, the sky's the limit. Let's just give the Lord a clap offering over that. Come on, somebody. When you help the church go to a new level, and that's what we want to do in 2023, right? But if you'll help the church go to a new level this year, God will help you go to a new level. When's God going to do something? We said this in Torah study earlier uh, this morning. Don't wake up each day and look for how much harvest you have. Look for how many seeds you can sow. Look for how many seeds you can sow. Our culture now, gimme, 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 my name ain't Jimmy. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right, I'm a, I, want to, I want that too. Christmas morning, I'm looking, how big is my pile of presents? But in reality, our life isn't judged by what we get. Our life is judged by how much we give. That's the kingdom principle. Amen. And so how many of y'all want to help new beginnings go to a new level? Well, you're really helping yourself. Because when you help the church, who, who is the church anyways? Us. <laughs> us, we are. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. And January 1st is the perfect time to tell the Lord, I am ready to rock and roll. 2023, let's rock and roll, Lord. Now, when you say that, he may, he may ask you to do something. Is that you, Lord? <laughs> When's the church going to do something? <laughs> I got an idea for you pastor. No, it's probably the idea God gave you so that you could be the one to help do it. But it's a perfect time to tell the Lord, I'm ready. My name may not be Freddie, but I am ready. So I was thinking about this. Let me give you eight steps that'll lead you into a better new year. And as I was thinking about these, I realized these are core values. You got to have something you're rooted and grounded in. And the Bible is full of divine principles and core values that God is wanting us to apply in our lives. So here's eight powerful steps you can take to move into your new beginning. Anybody uh, satisfied where you're at and you don't want nothing more from God? Who's ready for more of a new beginning? Someone ought to name their church New Beginnings. Oh, we did. There's a reason for that. So to move into your new beginning, eight core values, eight divine principles, eight steps. Number one, learn from the past, don't live there. Uh-oh, it got real quiet. 
Oh, you mean I, you want me to reflect on something? <laughs> okay, just this once. Let's reflect on something. Learn from the past, but don't live there. Philippians 3.13, how many of you know this? Dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past. And what? Looking forward to what lies ahead. Oh, what does the apostle Paul know anyways? What did he ever do? Number verse 14, what does it say? I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Jesus Christ is calling us. Paul is saying, the Bible is saying, our core value, our divine principle, the step that God wants us to take to make 2023 a great new year is forget the past. We can learn from it, but don't live there. The Passion Translation says, I have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past and fasten my heart to the future instead. Oh, come on, somebody. Well, why should I be interested in the future, someone might ask, because you're going to live the rest of your life there. (laughs) So it's time to say goodbye to your past and hello to your future. Now, a lot of times people struggle with stuff like this, struggle to move forward because they can't get their mind around forgive and forget. But then I was realizing this, that forgive and forget doesn't always work. Because you can't live as if nothing ever happened. That stuff that happened, happened. But God can help you change how you think about it. That's the miracle of God. Yeah, bad things happen. Rule number one in this world, bad things happen to good people. People get hurt. But if you live in the hurt, you never get into the healing. And usually... It's because there's a forgiveness thing going on. But really, it's a forgetting thing. And so I got to thinking about this. Let's change forgive and forget to forgive and move forward. Forgive and move forward. Forgive and move forward. Trust in the Lord to heal your broken heart and move forward. Trust in the Lord to make a difference in your life and move forward. 2023, January 1st, what better time to make a new commitment to the Lord, to receive a new beginning and decide, you know what, this year I am going to move forward. If you're ready to move forward, give the Lord a praise. Come on. Amen. Number two, now we talked about retreating, advancing, but look at this, retreat from people and places that keep you living in the past. Why do you keep going back to that same trough? Right? 1 Timothy 6.11 says, But you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. 
Pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith and love and perseverance and gentleness. 2023 can be your year of breakthrough. But many of you are going to have to let go of the toxic people in your life. If you want a breakthrough, you're going to have to let go of some things. If you're going to grow into your full potential in God, that's God's plan for your life in a general sense. He wants you to grow and change. But if you keep holding on to the past and all that toxic drama, oh man. How many of you want more joy, more peace, more prosperity, more blessing? Yeah? Well, you're going to have to distance yourself from some people, right? It's like Snagglepush used to say, exit, stage right. That's the word. Let them go so you can grow. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be mean to them. You can text them love, send a homing pigeon. I love you, man. All right. So what do we got here? Retreat from people and places that keep you living in the past. Number three, stop blaming others. Please stop doing that. If you live your life blaming others, it's like you're saying other people have authority and control of your life. Right? Romans 2.1 says it this way. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad. And you have no excuse. Oh man, the Bible just got real. Where's the uh, God so loved the world scripture? (laughs) He does. God so loves the world that he wants us all to grow and change. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself for you who judge others do the very same things. In other words, why worry about the, uh, the, the speck in your brother's eye when you got what in your own? All right. Not so happy, I understand. But look, look, you'll never become everything God destines you to become if you keep blaming everyone else. Ever heard Michael Jackson's man in the mirror? Man in the mirror. That's a Bible concept. So moving forward means, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for my life. I'm going to be the adult in the room and take responsibility. I'll be response-able. I'm going to respond to situations no matter what it is and take responsibility and say, Lord, I need your help with this one, but I'm going to take responsibility for it. And I'm not going to be blaming others for who I've become, for where I'm at in life or what I have or don't have. I'm going to remember the concept, forgive and forget, or better yet, forgive and move forward. Forgive and move forward. Number four, cast your care upon the Lord. A core value, a core principle. First Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God 
for he cares about you. God loves us. There's your John 3.16. God cares. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. You know his plans for you are good. He's going to fill you with hope and faith and love. Just stay with it. Cast your cares on the Lord. So when you're facing tough things, tough issues, try not leaning on your own understanding. You don't have to figure everything out. It is good to use your brain and make sure you're not the one, you know, like with the McFly sign, kick me, kick me. <laughs> don't self and we, we do enough to self inflict. So don't help the devil out and don't lean to your own understanding or try to carry it all yourself. My gosh, God loves you. We love you. And there's prayer partners here, the pastors, the prayer team that will stand with you every Sunday morning. You can come and pray with people that know how to get answers. They'll stand with you and encourage you. Look, God's got a plan for you. The devil may think he's got you right where he wants you, but our God is working behind the scenes to bring you a miracle. Breakthrough is coming. Miracles are coming. Come on. Number five, forgive those who have wronged you. We've touched on that, but it's worth re-mentioning, including forgiving yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. You don't have to condemn yourself and criticize yourself to death. That's one of the things I have to countermanage. Because I grew up in, you know, when you look at uh, dysfunction in the Webster's Dictionary, there's our family picture. (laughs) And I grew up just being criticized to death. And so when you grow up receiving all that criticism, you begin to see through the lens of criticism and you criticize everybody else. So I I have to, honey, don't say amen. (laughs) But I got to countermanage that. And I'm trusting the Lord to help me overcome that thing where criticism isn't coming out of my mouth more than praise. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 6, 14 says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, oh, oh, we were saying this earlier. My little grandson knows what OMG means now. (laughs) He can say, OMG, oh my gosh. He'll just blurt that right out. So cute. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive you. OMG. So we got to get that right. That's a core principle. We've got to get right. The simple truth is we all make mistakes. You hear that in the pastor's uh, prayer uh, altar call from uh, almost all the time. Father, I know I've sinned. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need forgiveness. There's no one walking on water. Well, maybe a couple of you. I can see those little halos around your head. And look, forgiveness doesn't absolve the wrongdoer from what they did wrong. They've got their own thing to deal with. 
But forgiveness is going to liberate you from being a victim. And the last thing we need in Christianity, if we're more than conquerors, if we can do all things through Christ, if greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world, you'll never get to that point if you're blaming others and always playing the the role of a victim. So slap you, stop that. Give yourself a gift. Forgive, Forgive yourself. And start the new year thinking about some new things. Father, I've repented of all these things and I'm moving forward. Forgive and move forward. Amen. Number six, spend more time making plans for what's ahead. Okay. Proverbs 16, three, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. What? Yeah, what a promise. Write that on your spiritual blackboard 500 times. I commit my plans to the Lord and I will succeed. I commit my plans to the Lord and I will succeed. I commit, okay, I only got 498 to go. Maybe at the end there, you'll get it. God wants me to succeed. Proverbs 21, 5. Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Okay, pretty much self-explanatory. When I was reviewing this this morning, I remembered one of my management leadership quotes. Proper prior planning prevents poor pitiful performance. (laughs) Or Peter Piper. Amen. That's good. Number seven, start making new positive memories for the future. Go on an outreach with one, come to a waves service. Join us in early morning prayer, be in a fit for life or a Torah study class. Come to a special event and say, what can I do to help? Start making some positive memories. Amen. Why should I do that? Because you're just obeying the word of God. Isaiah 43, verse 18, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Say that, I'm doing a new thing. Somebody should write a song. You know, he's doing it. God is doing a new thing. Yes, he's doing it. Oh, they did. That was DC talk in 1990-something. I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? God, give me eyes to see and ears to hear the new thing that you have for me in 2023. And God says, I am making a way in the wilderness. It may feel like you're in a desert place right now, but God is saying, I'll make a way for you if you'll just try to see the new thing that I want to do in your life. And I'll give you streams, water in the wasteland. We're going to need a lot of that if the world keeps getting its way. But as... 
it gets darker and darker in the world, you're going to keep getting brighter and brighter. Amen? So decide 2020, I'm not going to live in the rearview mirror. Say goodbye to 2022. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. 2023 is your year to advance, to move forward. It's your year for a new beginning. God is going to make a way. He's the way maker. So begin to pray for wisdom and direction. The Holy Ghost is our counselor. Pray for counsel. God, give me counsel on how to manage and handle this situation in my life. Pray for divine focus. And then make some new commitments. New Year's resolutions. Set some new goals. Set your hand to the plow and don't look back. As we said earlier, two-thirds of God's name is go. Let's get going. I got one amen. Can I get a second amen? Can I get an amen from this section and this section and this section and this section? All right, number eight. Why do we choose eight? Eight's the number of new beginnings. Eight core values, eight divine principles, eight steps you can make to walk into your new beginning. Learn how to produce the blessing of God. How does this thing work? There's ways that it works. God, what are the ways that it works? Genesis 12, 3 is the first way that it works. I will bless those who bless you, Israel. How do I produce the blessing of God? Go back to the original promise. The first covenant promise God gave to Abraham has to do with being a blessing to Israel and the Jewish people. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. How do I find true happiness? Be a blessing. And producing a blessing in your own life means first you need to be a blessing. Right? When people say, I never get nothing from the Lord. You just told on yourself. You just told a pastor that you haven't been sowing any seed. You haven't been being a blessing. Nothing good ever happens to me. Never underestimate the importance of Genesis 12, 3. It's the very first promise. It's the blessing of Abraham. And it includes spiritual blessing, physical blessing, financial blessing, family blessing. Amen? And if you go into Deuteronomy 28, it expands on the blessing. And so I... I went in there and I, and, you know, we came up with eight blessings that we turned into personal declarations. Do you have declarations? Do you ever put your hand on your heart? Which one is it again? I declare in the name of Jesus, I declare. You need to have these kind of faith declarations that you're declaring over your life. And Deuteronomy 28 has a bunch of them. 
the blessing of God. And I encourage you to speak these over your life throughout 2023. Let's just do this right now. Say this after me. I will be abundantly blessed no matter who I am or where I'm from. Did anybody feel something? Okay, ushers, their feelers are broken back here. Let's uh, send the repair team. Number two, I will be richly blessed in everything I set my hand to. From the Bible, Deuteronomy 28. Number three, I will be surrounded by the blessing of God. Like that. Every side. Number four, I will be divinely protected no matter what attack may come against me. Come on. Anybody getting into this thing? Declarations of faith over your life. Well, does it work? (laughs) Can I see a show of hands of people that know that declaring God's word over your life works? See all those hands. Where are we at? Number five. I will receive an anointing from the Lord that breaks every yoke of bondage. Next, I will see the favor of God increase in my life and things will dramatically improve. Thank you, Lord. Number seven, I will receive an overflow of treasure, spiritual, physical, and financial. Treasure. Treasure from heaven. And number eight, why eight? New beginnings. New beginnings. I will become the head and not the tail. Above only and never beneath. Uh, If you receive that this morning, give the Lord a big clap offering. I receive it. Come on, Lord. All right. And this is one of the the goals that we've set as a ministry. We want you to succeed. We want you to possess every blood-bought promise there is in the Word of God. And I know for a fact that our ministry team, beginning with Pastors Larry and Tiz, Pastor Luke, Pastor Katie, Pastor Lydia, Pastor Wanderson, Pastor Nancy, Pastor John... Yours truly, Pastor Scott, and all the support staff, we're going to redouble our efforts in 2023 to stand with you in faith 
to believe God for your miracle breakthrough, whatever it is. We want the blessing of God to come into your life so powerfully that it just overflows and overflows, that it just runs you down. God is going to run you down with blessing in 2023. And especially as you are planted at New Beginnings, that you make a decision. Pastor Larry, Pastor Tish, you're my pastors. When they come back next week and you get a chance, if you can come, Pastor, you are my pastor in 2023. We are going to slam and jam for Jesus. Make that declaration. And as you stand with us, and as you stand with Israel, we promise to stand with you. We're going to stand with you. I wrote these down. We're going to stand with you in prayer and in faith. We, we know how to do some praying. We have a good time and joke and jive. And sometimes, you, uh, do they take this serious? We take it very serious. But we're going to have a good time doing it. We're going to stand with you and believe God for your miracle. We're going to stand with you and help you fight the good fight of faith. We're going to stand with you and help you call those things that be not as though they were. And we're going to stand with you and believe every promise of God is yes and amen in your life. That's our commitment to you in 2023. Amen? Amen. Are you with us? We're with you. We want to help you build a better foundation, a stronger foundation, and help you possess the promises of God. And that's how you're going to make 2023 your best year ever so far. Who's ready to make 2023 your best year ever so far? Give the Lord a big praise. Pastor Lou, can you come up? You got a mic?